Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy, and we are here to bring you all the action from day one of the November Basho, taking place in Kyushu, Japan, 2021. Sumo is back. Yep. First time in Fukuoka. Kyushu for two years, so since 2019, and everyone is a buzz with it being back down in that area. It's a bit of a festival down there. It's got some real good vibes. I'm a buzz. Yes. <laughs> I'm buzzing. It's very exciting. It's a nice little small stadium. They filled it to half capacity. It looks more full than that. There's actually a lot of clapping. The vibe's okay. Well, the vibe is huge. Uh, I'm a little confused at whether the capacity is 10,000. Mm-hmm. And being reduced to 5,000 or the capacity is 5,000 being reduced to 2,500. Oh, right. Because you said 10,000 originally, but maybe yeah. you think you might have. Well, I, I know it. whatever the actual capacity is, they it's are tough. at 50%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we know that for a well, fact. Well, we're seeing a lot of the golden age of two people per box, yeah. um, which is really great, I imagine, for all people who are involved in sitting there, uh, not having to cross their legs into the tightest <laughs> well, little bundle ever. Economically, it's bad news. Yes. Because <laughs> right. those boxes are quite expensive. But you used to be squashing four people and they're usually right. Yeah. But surely, looking at the crowd today, they were there. Fukuoka turned up, but it felt like two and a half thousand. Yes. But the, the clapping really did oh, give yeah. uh, a feeling to it. They sort of got on board, particularly with the rikishi from around the area. And there are a few really exciting bouts, which we're about to talk about. And yeah, they did fire up and they're pleased to have Sumo back in their neighbourhood. There was some big news though today for Makuchi. It's that Tochinoshin is Kyujo. So this was only announced today. And it's his, uh, his lower back apparently has been giving him a lot of trouble. This is terrible, terrible news. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, I've been a, a vocal mm-hmm. critic. Oh, yeah. Of Toshinoshin. Yeah. As in, I didn't buy into the hype. But as time yeah. has gone on... I think like a fine wine, I've appreciated how good Tochinoshin is. Yeah, and his status in sumo and oh, his, his kind of contributions to it in general. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's managed to buy a mansion back in his <laughs> uh, home country. Uh, but this is bad news because a, a full Kyujo here at Maegashira 13 will most likely, well, definitely lead to a drop into the Jurio mm-hmm. ranks and not just... Jurio ranks, but the bottom of Jurio ranks. Yeah. It'd be the first time in seven years or something that he would have been down there. Um, he is getting older, if we, as we've pointed out. But um, it would be a hard place to come back from. But I feel like we always make that comment, no matter how far he drops. It's just about the point that he kind of wants to call it. And if the back's being added to the knees yeah. and, and some other injuries, then, you know, how far do you take it, I guess? Can you imagine him in Jurio, though? Just wrecking. He would be wrecking down Just there. throwing yeah, guys out. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of want to see that. I don't want to see him go out. I, I feel like... You know, he's gotten older, his ability to just to lift people out and walk them out of the ring, that's gone. No, but we've started to see him do oh, different techniques. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I feel there's so much fight there. So I don't want to, I want to see him back next time. Yeah, well, you were saying before that you have been a critic of him, but you have come around and absolutely. he's now sort of one of your, your Huge. big guys. And... and when you told me that he was, the doctor said, this is two weeks out. Yeah. My first reaction was... Well, he can make it to day yep. 15. Day 15. Turn win. up, get a win. And what's a win on that day worth? Yeah, probably just to drop to Maegashira 17. <laughs> It'd save him. Oh, you reckon one win might Maybe. save him from Maegashira 13? 
I love your optimism. Thank you. <laughs> well, we saw some EXA Makuchi Rikishi win today in Makushita. It's Akiseyama yep. at Makushita 45. He's back. So he had the broken jaw or the, the busted jaw at least and had to have quite a few um, sit-outs and dropped all the way down there. But he won today. And Ryuden is back at as well today at a, a similar rank and he also won. Now, we still haven't fully worked out our feelings about Ryudin. Yeah, have we? yeah. Well, a lot of people are really looking forward to a, uh, a Kisiyama Ryudin playoff for the Makushita Yu show. So, just to add on to that, how do you feel about Ryudin? How do you feel about that playoff? Oh, well, I mean, like, I think we're getting it a little Go ahead Kisiyama, of ourselves. That's how there. I feel about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, Ryudin doesn't have the fairy tale that surrounds uh, Abi for mm. some reason. It's because. <laughs> The extramarital affairs. It's because of the yeah. we've we haven't talked about it. Yeah. We don't well, really I mean, get into publicly. the gossip. But there was a bit of like real dodgy social business going on there. And he didn't come out of it looking particularly shiny. Um, and so I don't feel particularly predisposed <laughs> to enjoy him that much anymore. But you're a massive fan of his. So how uh, will he win you over? Uh could I say I'm still a massive fan. Okay. And look like Sorry? sometimes being that popular with the ladies is a curse. <laughs> I just taken a sip of uh, water there and I spat it all over I the did mic. Choke on it. <laughs> yep. I mean, you don't need to comment on that. When I look at Ryudin, I will. Yeah. I don't think gift to the ladies. I stood one point five meters well, away from actually. the man. Yep. Yep. Good. Yep. Good feelings from him. Anyway, your your happy is back. <laughs> a lot of I, I haven't heard a whole lot of chatter about him. I've heard more yeah. good feelings a bit about Akisayama actually. Yeah, well, I mean, Akisayama, can he do it twice? Like get back? Oh, again. get back! Yeah. yeah, yes, he can. No, okay. I, I like seeing him do well. I like seeing him get a win at least. Some drama in Jurio today. Oh yes, so we we did our commentary, which we really enjoy doing, and you know we don't get. Massive numbers. We a lot of people listen to the podcast, but yep. the, the streams are just taking off. We That's have for a, us. a set of friends. It's and we really, really enjoy it. But today we got we got banned on Twitch. Yeah, our account was <laughs> shut down, suspended in the yeah, middle suspended. of it, twenty four hours. And I mean, of course, we're you know we're streaming a bammer and. That's a thing, but so are other people, yep. and yet they they choose to shut down the uh, seven person stream. Yeah. That's okay, but we were we were quite disappointed, and we did just want to say sorry to everyone who was uh, watching and and enjoying it. We we're having a good time with you guys, and we're sorry about it. Yeah, I mean, what can you say? We're gonna try and. See what we can do, yeah. but uh, it was very disappointing and we're sorry that it went down. When was it? It was because we were waiting for the Nishikifuji oh. Ichiyamamoto bout. We were no, really we keen that. for that. we got that bout. We'd just done that bout and then there were the last like three big hitters. Yeah, like it was Bashozan, Kaisho, all these people we were looking forward to and we were sitting here trying to get our account back online and we yep. missed them. I mean, people say Australians like to, to follow the rules, but here we are today, banned by Twitch, real badasses. <laughs> Sumo money. It's important that those 10 people <laughs> don't watch our stream. Well, sorry for that, but here's what happened in Jurio. Hiradoumi, he is uh, just newly in Jurio, and today he got, came out powerfully for his first ever win against, well, not his first ever win, <laughs> in Jurio. Give the guy a break against uh, ex-Terasawa Asanawaka. 
Hokuseho, though, he couldn't manage a good touchy eye today. That's one of his issues for his first bout in Jurio. Maybe uh, he, that extra time was a little bit too long. He'd got a bit stagnant. Tohakuryu took advantage for a win on day one. He was good, Tohakuryu, today, though. Yeah, he did. I he thought did he was over. fantastic. All eyes were on Hokuseho. Yep. He was solid. Yep. Hokuseho, too, in a baby blue, Mawashi, if mm. anyone was interested in what he would come out in. Enho today was back after his one basho off, but he was overpowered by Haku Yozan. Uh, despite everyone keen for an Enho resurgence, he, he couldn't quite manage it today. Oho, though, looked good. He slapped down the informed Daishoho, who went uh, 11-4 in September. But today, Oho was the winner. And Koroshoho also was able today to take out the bigger Tokoshoryu. Ichi Yamamoto, he stayed strong against the inform Nishiki Fuji. He got Nishiki Fuji off his belt. And once the arms were free from Nishiki Fuji's grip, he used them to shove him out. Ichi Yamamoto looking good on the first day of Kyushu Basho. And it looked like Bushozan had pulled off an Oshidashi win against Daishomaru, but Amonui was called. The decision was overturned. So that was a win for Daishomaru. Instead, little little query there on that one. But Kaisho in the second last bout of Jurio slammed Daiyamami in a quick Uatanage win and Tsurigisho was too quick for Wakamoto Haru in the Battle of Jurio. One, guys, today. That's one win for the big guy, Tsurigisho. And that brings us to the top division, Makuchi. And what a way to start off November Fukuoka, first time in two years. We have Maegashira 17 Kaisei up against Maegashira Shohozan, two old boys of the sport. Uh, an 11 and 10 record, Kaisei's way. Shohozan, he's the hometown boy. He's fought his way back to the top division. Let's see what happens. When they go, it's Kaisei who was low and balanced. And look, he moved Shahorzan back easily and over the bales. This was hugely disappointing. I was feeling the Shahorzan hype. <laughs> yeah, me too. I hoped he'd um, show a little bit more fire than this. He gave every indication that he would, but um, he he wasn't able to come up against a big guy. Kaisei, I didn't think he was in great form, so I did think this would be a little bit more competitive here. But uh, Kaisei looking concerned at the end, as usual, uh, that Shahorzan was falling off the doyo. He helped him back up. And that was lovely to see, but I would have loved to see a Shahozan win on day one in Fukuoka with his home crowd, but he is 0-1, Kaisei 1-0. Aqua came up next against Sadanoumi. Now, the Aqua has a new Mawashi. Earlier, we saw Kotoshoho with a much lighter blue Mawashi than previously. I'm still looking out for all these changes. And now Aqua with the uh, Pantone 375 Emerald Green. <laughs> a beautiful colour, beautiful shine. Uh, on it the did ice, look very depending good. Depending on how the uh, light hit it in the stadium. Uh, it was really good to see against Sadanumi's kind of boring green that he always wears. Aqua, he powered forward, but Sadanumi, he wouldn't be having any of that despite his uh, boring washi colour. He anchored on the Tawara and now he charged forward. Aqua was flung off the doyo, bit of uh, flight for him today on day one, spilt the salt, and it's a win for Sadanumi. This is Sadanumi doing what Sadanumi does. He takes that charge, turns it around, gets the win on day one, goes home, early to bed, 
ready for day two. Great stuff from Sadunumi. These two are Jurio returnees. Yes, and Sadunumi so far is the only one who's won. So Aqua loses, <laughs> Shohozan loses. Um, and it's Abi up next. So let's see how let's he goes. Let's jump into that. Abi up against Chiamaru. Abi opened with higher tax that left Chiamaru off balance. Abi continued the assault and he focused on the upper body of Chiamaru. Here, Abi's footwork was crisp. He moved quickly to uh, take Chiamaru back and over the bales. This was very nice sumo from Abi. Yeah, it was. It's all about the angles for him, isn't it? And today the attack angles were too good. Chiamaru, I feel like he knew what was coming, like people often uh, would with Abi, but he just couldn't get his arms away. Really strong pushing from Abi at Magashira 15 for a win on day one. Chiamaru uh, gets the loss. Kagiyaki was up next against Chionakuni at Magashira 14, one of your favourite rikishi. Who's that? Chionakuni? Oh, I've heard of the guy. <laughs> Kagiyaki <laughs> was back in the golden mawashi. He's chosen colour. He's chosen life this time around. It's good to see. Chionakuni came out with fast slaps, but Kagiyaki actually matched him in the slap department here. Chionakuni went for the pull. I was worried it looked really dangerous, but it actually worked and he was able to slap Kagiyaki down. The big tree fell. Everyone saw it and it definitely made a noise and Chionakuni had a win. I completely agree. I didn't love this pull. Yeah, it was Chionakuni. a big one, wasn't it? He, he jumped backwards, but he must have known he had the space. Well, if you're going to pull... This is the pull you want to do. And against Kagiyaki, who's someone who's so sure on his feet, obviously it worked. It was good. But I never like seeing Chinakuni play like this. Mm -hmm. uh, look, it's day one. He's won zero. He's I'm treated happy. himself. He's treated himself. Kagiyaki at Mikeshira 14, his lowest rank in quite a while, is now zero and one. The next bout of the day was a Fusen show to Yutaki Yama, of course, Tochino Shin. Going Fusensho, and as we said before, history says that uh, Tochino Shin at Magashira 13 is going to drop well down the Jurio ranks. Yutakiyama, did you see him step up? I didn't see it. No, so. no, I think they must have done it right at the start. I think we we maybe missed it. Did he? I mean, maybe he had a working from home day. Well, maybe. Did he just zoom in? I heard them in? talk about it. Yeah. And so I think I wasn't quite fully concentrating at the time, but it was right at the start before any bouts. I definitely didn't see him. I, I think he might have gone on Microsoft Teams and just taken the... Uh... <laughs> he kept his camera off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but great start for you, Takiyama. I'm feeling like being on camera today. <laughs> Ishira at Magashira 12, he had a rank freeze due to uh, Miyogeno Beya not being in the Akibasho. He showed up today, though, looks in form, Ishira. He was up against, though, you wouldn't want to see this necessarily on day one, Hokuto Fuji, who's fallen all the way down due to injury. Hokuto Fuji showing up today in a light grey mawashi. Uh, maybe just trying a new colour to give himself a bit of impetus at these lower ranks. And he had a great touch here. It really worked for him. I thought maybe Ishiura was a bit nervous, maybe because of this great opponent at this level. He danced away. I thought he went too far, but he was able to stop and let Hokuto Fuji come at him. But Hokuto Fuji was too strong. Obviously feeling okay today. He looked quite powerful and strong. Locked Ishiura up, took him back and out Oshidashi. So window one for Hokuto Fuji. I wonder whether Hokuto Fuji didn't read this move uh, or predict this move off. yeah, from mm. Ishira. And you can understand why Hokuto Fuji, he's a presence. And seeing him step up against Ishira, I, I felt bad for Ishira. Yeah. 
Uh, Fiji kept it really on the down low. It he was did. like he understood yeah. where he was and there's no it's no place for shenanigans. He just wanted yep. to come out and win. And he did that very, very effectively. I feel that at Maigashira 12, he's going to go on a rampage down here. And he started off in the right way. He's one and zero, Ishira, zero and one. The next bout of the day was Kotonowaka up against Teretsuyoshi. There was a cute, and I'm doing the air quotes yeah. here, cute jump to the right from Teretsuyoshi. But Kotonowaka was all over him here. He was balanced. He quickly responded. And there was a brief lockup. But Kodnawaka moved in and slapped Teretsuyoshi to the dirt. <sighs> He's still distracted. He's still distracted by Terunofuji. Oh, I feel this wasn't great sumo from day one. I, I feel that your day one sumo sets a tone mm. and I don't want to see Teretsuyoshi going to the side. Or yeah. if he's going to go to the side, do something definitive. Kodnawaka was all over this. Yeah. Well, I wrote, no one needs this rubbish on day one. Yeah, so exactly. that's how I, I feel I agree with it. that. I, I completely <laughs> but agree. But I mean, I'm not always, I, I am known for not particularly being a huge Teretsuyoshi <laughs> fan until, are, but... he, until he pulls off an amazing move and then I will absolutely give him credit. But as uh, you say, do some good sumo And on I support one. that. When he does good sumo, you'll be on board. Yep. You're not unreasonable. No. Kodnawaka though, pleased with this win for him at Magashira 11. He'll be looking to make his way back up the ranks and he... Is one zero. Chiataru, it's his birthday. So happy birthday, Chiataru. He's turning 33 and it just so happens that he gets a win on his birthday with a strong Norawa turned into a Hikiotoshi thrust down win against Hidenomi. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm reading in between the lines here. Um, there's a bit of an unspoken rule that you've got to let your opponent win if it's oh, their birthday. Oh, we've seen plenty of guys not win on their birthday. I don't think. Yeah, true. It's not that. He, he was really strong. He went straight for the True. throat and Hidenumi kind of tried to wriggle away, but he, he just couldn't but get Hidenumi is a man of honour. <laughs> True. He, he respects what a birthday means. Ah, uh, Tanjobi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, like in all seriousness, that uh, Chiataru hit exactly where he needed to hit on Hidenumi. Those high attacks on the throat just left Hidenumi scrambling. Great start for Chiataru and he didn't win it out of the touchy eye. It was what he did after, which is a good sign for the 30-something 33 year old. 33-year-old. <laughs> Happy birthday. The next bout of the day was Aoyama up against Tobi Zaru. And we were treated to back-to-back -back brother bouts. Hidnumi, the bout before, yep. now Tobi Zaru. There must be some very, very proud parents out there, even though Hidnumi lost. <laughs> uh, Tobi Zaru went straight at Aoyama out of the touchy eye, but it Really didn't work out for him. Aoyama handled the opening attacks easily, pulled at exactly the right time, and it caused Tobizaru to lose his balance. And then from there, it was easy money. Aoyama escorted Tobizaru over the bales, or could he dashi win? It got right over the top of Tobizaru and a well-placed hand on his back. And as you said, that, um, or could he dashi win? And so two in a row. Of the double brother, double brother losses, Loss. unfortunately. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to track this stat. It's <laughs> no won't. good. It's Let's no good. Let's move on. But a win for Aoyama on day one at Maegashira 9. Kotoeko came up next. He is uh, much loved in this region, hailing from very close to Fukuoka or just a little bit south at Nobeoka. He was up against Chiyoshoma. And you commented before this doubt this bout that uh, Kotoeko had a fire in his eyes. He uh, managed to... Um, stay around the middle of Makuchi. He did well last time. He got his kachikoshi on day eight. He's ready to go. And 
Chiyoshoma jumped, huge jump, huge hanker to his right, grabbed the back of Koroeko's Mawashi and hoiked him straight off the doyo onto the waiting Gyoji. I mean, after this, you looked over at me and you... I was scared. You were scared. I, I mean, there are dog acts. <laughs> and then there are dog acts. Mm. And this is a dog act where the dog has been bred through multiple generations to have, to be so small and have malfunctioning internal organs. So they die a very painful and young death. This is the, the magnitude of dog act we're talking about here. No, but you know what I'm talking about. We've got the star. We've got Kotoeko out in front of his home crowd in, in two years. And you do this. Yeah. This is day one. Yeah, you said before, establish on day one what you want. What's the tone to of your sumo? And it's it's that. Like straight away. Straight away. That. I mean, this is look I don't I, I don't want to do this, but Chiyoshoma is dead to me. Oh. I've buried him in my mind. This is no good. I mean, I haven't thought about him doing uh, good sumo for a while now. And, you know, he moves around a lot. He's jumping all over the place and he can pull off a win every so often. But the this is really, as you say, a, a step yeah. below that. It's a pedigree dog act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was really awful to see. And against Koto Echo too, I mean, maybe against Teretsuyoshi, I would have been able to handle it. <laughs> of course I blame Chiyoshoma. Mm. He's in control of what he does, his actions. But I blame the JSA. Oh, I thought you were going to say Koto Echo. I do not blame Koto Echo. No, it's not about watching. You're not watching on day one. Maybe on day one you should, you know he's going to do something like that. You should just jump straight backwards. No, it's not. Let's not talk about Koto Echo here. The problem is Chiyoshoma. Yep. We've established that. Pedigree dog act. The other, the other organization I blame in this is the JSA and by proxy sumo DB, we are not tracking hankers. So all we have to rely on is our memory. Yeah. If he's getting wins this way and we, we have to rely on our collective memory to, to maintain this fire of hatred for <laughs> yeah. this, like we need to be able to say He's hankered too much. Yeah. But we don't have any statistical data to back this up. Well, maybe his Oyakata needs to say he's hankered too much. They need to be able to look it up in DB. Well, they do. I, I think we need to crowdsource. We need to go back through the videos. We need to look at Chiyoshoma's record. Doing it on day one is the worst. Doing it on day one against a home crowd hero, sorry, hometown hero, even worse. I'm furious. I refuse to t- to say his name for the rest of this. Okay. We'll just skip his bouts. Yeah, well, uh, no, we, will we you can't go skip beep? his. Yeah, we'll beep out his name. Or will, we, or will you call him Pedigree Dog Act? <laughs> <laughs> well, Pedigree makes it feel like there's a, it's elevated. Oh, okay. He's a mongrel. Chiyoshoma, oh. <laughs> why? Why have you done this uh. to us? I, I don't not like the guy. Yeah. I'm a fan of his sumo, but when you do this, it just makes no sense to me. Yep. It was not nice. I'm sick of it. He gets a win. We don't want to call it a win. Kodoeko, he is well, it's not a, No, it's not and a win. One. He's zero wins, zero losses, one dog act. Yep. 
Okay, the next bout. I want to refresh. <laughs> move on, move on. And who better to refresh with than Ura? Up against he, he Tamawashi. He cleanses the palate, Ura. Oh, he is so refreshing. He went off the long run-up. He waited as Tamawashi came forward. He ducked low, grabbed the leg in a warm embrace, <laughs> lifted Tamawashi, toppled him over, sent him to the dirt. Ura. Great Ashitori win. We haven't seen him do this technique all that much recently. No, he often leans in to try to get a hold, but he hasn't been able to pull it off for a while. It was excellently executed today. Very, very clean. And Tamoshi tried to stay up. You always think that you're going to be able to hop a couple of paces and get that leg back down again, but it's never he the was, case. He really, really had that. Did Ura look a little sheepish? I think after so. After this bout? Like I mean, I think so. He, he knows that it's a, a bit of a trick. Bit cheeky. But... You know, he, he yep. easily got a win. Tamawashi, it's not someone that you would be guaranteed a win against, particularly on day one when he's coming out all fired up. He did stop himself falling on Tamawashi, which I think showed that he he sort of was aware of everything that was happening yeah. up there on the doyo. Um, yeah, it was, it was good sumo from Uro today. It was nice to see him go in and be so definitive. He's one win and Tamawashi got a loss today. Shimanumi up against Hoshoryu. It was lovely to see Hoshoryu stride out. He looked fit and ready to sumo. He had a great touchy eye. They locked up. Shimanumi got his fingers around Hoshoryu's mawashi, but before he could do much, Hoshoryu took him back immediately and then flipped him down to the ground with his right hand on the mawashi. It was a Shitatenage underhand throw win to uh, Hoshori. This was beautiful mm. sumo. It was really now, good. We, we heard rumours of his uncle Asashoryu being there in Kyushu in Fukuoka, but we didn't see any shots of him today, so we don't know whether he was there mm. in the stadium. But if him being in the same city leads to Hoshoryu having such great touchy eyes, like, can we get this guy a season pass? Yeah, absolutely. And Hoshori, he always looks so um, controlled afterwards. He's sort of frowning yeah, yeah, and yeah, saying, yeah. yes, that's the the top class sumo that I'm trying to do. He did uh, walk out down the Hanamichi past Magaki Oyakata. We saw him in his blues, in his outfit, and he bowed very deeply to ex alcohol. Well, we should talk about that because we spoke about that in our pre-basho episode yesterday. I didn't believe H- Hakuho slash Magaki was going to turn up in the blue right, jacket. Okay. Just because I, I thought he, I thought he would think himself above it, but he's there. Oh, he can think all he likes. Well, he, he can just think has all he likes. But he's there, and that was a really beautiful moment. I think there was a recognition of one champion saying, "I see you, oh, yeah. future champion." He did nod. He actually, gave to him a little bit of a nod there. Yeah, he did. He did a good job there. And we were watching that. We saw that. Communicated all of that, plus your uncle would be proud. (laughs) Communicated all that. If he was here. He's meant to be here. We don't know where he is. (laughs) So great news for (laughs) Hoshorio at Magashira 5. He gets a win today against Shimano Umi. Takiyasu at Magashira 5, up next against Endo at Magashira 4. What about? It was a fast touchy eye from Takiyasu, but a very powerful response from Endo. Takiyasu in the uh, action and the the chaos of this bout, bowled over the Gyorgi and moving Endo across the doyo. And this is great stuff. We love seeing <laughs> Gyorgis get disrupted. He got up so quickly. It was really, uh, I wouldn't have expected um, someone a little bit older to, to get up like that in a dress. Well, I th- <laughs> I'm in a cloak. Well, <laughs> 
What's it called? <laughs> well, I mean, it's some kind of kimono no, I, arrangement. I, I don't mean a dress. But I'm not I trying love... To... I'm not trying to put it down. I'm saying that it's it's long and it's around the legs. I love cloak. Cloak. And let's stick with cloak. Uh, the Georgi, he got knocked halfway off the doyo, somehow got back up again. And he was there to see Takiyasu drag Endo down. But Takiyasu did seem to step over the bales while Endo held himself up. They hit the ground. It was given to Takiyasu. But Amonoe was called. Yeah, it did look like Takiyasu's foot hit before uh, Endo's body, which is the opposite of the way that it was called. But Endo was uh, totally out of the contest. His body was flying out of the ring. And so we thought probably because of that, because Takiyasu was more in control and because it was quite close, it should have been a Tori Naoshi. It's not always called like that, but today it was. It was called a redo. It feels like the right decision given that Endo was out of it. And like there's this thing in sumo called the dead man rule. We don't understand it. We're not going we're, we're to be here saying we understand this rule, but it felt like that was applied today. Takiyasu clearly stepped out first, but Endo was falling and out of control. Unless there was a foot we weren't looking at. Or a, case, or a hair pull. That's right. <laughs> uh, so something we didn't see. It was called a redo. Uh, the touchy eye was even when they went again, but Takiyasu followed up well. He forced Endo back to the bales. Endo tried to slip around to the side, but Takiyasu, he was all over him and took him out. Oshidashi. And I, there's not many MNWs much needed wins on day one, but I would actually label this one for, uh, uh, for Takiyasu. 100%. Much needed win. Yep. So win for him against Endo. He had the upper hand fully in that last uh, go through and he was up under Endo's elbows and uh, pulled off the win. Takara Fuji came up next against Miyogiryu. It was the defense of Takara Fuji against the attack of Miyogiryu. Even though Takara Fuji used the Otsuke well today, locking up Miyogiryu's arms, Miyogiryu's timing was very good. He took advantage of that downtime where Takara Fuji kind of just waits to slam against him again and again and ended up taking him across the Tawara Yorikiri. Brilliant sumo from Miyogiryu. And that's a great way to say it, that there's that little window of downtime that Miyogiryu, he slammed that window open and yes. said, this is my win. <laughs> I'll keep going, thanks. I won't wait. And really shocked Takara Fuji and you and me and Takara Fuji's two boys at home. Is it two boys or three boys now? Well, two boys and a girl now. Oh, two boys and a girl. Yep. They were all shocked. Not seeing dad's eyes tonight with that win for Miyogiryu. Takara Fuji losing on day one, but great signs from Miyogiryu. Next bout of the day was Komasubi Ichinojo up against Okonomi. It was a strong touchy eye from both led into a lockup where they both fought for belt position. They knew where this bout was going to be decided. Ichinojo had a solid right hand grip. Okonomi responded with a bit of a leg sweep. Is that how you saw it? Yeah. He tried to kick out his leg for sure. It's not very Okonomi. Well, if do it doesn't, that. no, it's not actually. And if it doesn't work, he can be left off balance. And I think he was a little bit wobbly. Uh, he definitely was because Ichinojo moved in, got that left hand on the belt. So at this point he had both hands on the belt of Okonomi. And despite Okonomi wriggling around, Ichinojo could drive him over the bales. Yorikiri win. Okonomi uh, in dark green today. He hasn't been in that before. 
That's always what I think about my first things in Washington. What's his normal normal colour? <laughs> black. Oh, yeah, black, of course, yeah. Uh, Ichinojo, though, yeah, firmly concentrated on getting that 200 grip. And once he did, he is looking very powerful with it. Just came straight forward. Komasubi Ichinojo, that's a win for him on the first day. Takonosho. Birthday boy, second birthday boy for today. It's Chiatairu and him. He turned 27 today and he was up against Sekiwake Meisei. Takanosha was uh, fueled with the power of, of birthday, <laughs> birthday good times. And it was a great touchy eye from him, actually. It was um, stronger and maybe quicker than we have seen from him recently. He turned Meisei around. He jumped out of the way and slammed back him at him, not letting Meisei reorient himself, showing him perhaps who the Sekiwake should be or at least just giving him a bit of a challenge today. And Meisei was the loser. Was Takanosho a little lucky here, though? By being able to get out of the way? Uh, yeah, I, I think... I think the cards fell his way today. And if it's your birthday, uh, been. I can't begrudge that. Uh, I feel like I saw it as quite a strong win. Yeah. But then when I watched the replay, I did see that that movement when Maysay was coming back at him yeah. and he was able to move. So, yeah, perhaps there was a bit of an element of, of good good luck or good movement from him. But I guess when you have, you know, an ex-Sekiwake against a Sekiwake, it's these little moments yeah. of luck or good fortune that decide these bouts. But either way... Maegashiro 2, Takanosha walks away with the win. Sekiwaki Meisei, 0 and 1. Up next was about, I was very much looking forward to, Sekiwake Mitakumi up against Maegashiro 2, Onosho. Onosho came out hard, which I like to see, but Mitakumi's Tachiai was on point and he worked Onosho back to the bales. When Mitakumi comes out so strong and so balanced, it's very, very hard for the, his opponent to find a way back in. Onosho tried, but he was just swamped by uh, Mitakumi. We've seen that he just can look very wide, very tall at the same time, and he just worked uh, Onosho over the bales for a Yorikiri win. Yeah, swamped was a good word there, I think. He was just absolutely dominant today, Mitakumi. Didn't let Onosho wriggle away, wriggle free, and forced him to take the the frontal onslaught body to body, which uh, Onosho couldn't do anything about. Mitakumi was firmly in the prime position and looking good. It's a day one Mitakumi or week one. He is <laughs> one and zero and Onosho with the loss. Wow. You are very conscious of the Mitakumi vortex. Yeah. You've seen it too many times. Yeah. Tried to get through that one quickly. So yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. like diving headfirst <laughs> into it, but he did look great. Oh, I have did. to say he that. He looked really good. Wakataka Kage up against Ozeki Takakesho. Now Takakesho was interviewed. They showed an interview with him. Uh, before the day's proceedings started. And he said that he loves Kyushu and that traditionally he's done very well there. We had a look at his record and it's true. He's had a, a couple of Yushos. He's, you show he's um, done well. He's got good scores. I think there's one seven and eight in there, but traditionally he's um, performed well. He, he definitely has. I think He said he sees it as a resetting or something. Yeah. A re, rejig of the, <laughs> I don't know. Well, no. He that, likes it. What I mean, for Tucker Kesho, Whatever he believes about November, yes. I'm going to support. It's playing out. It's playing out. So he came out with a solid body. He moved Wakataka Kage back a few steps, but there were no really big shoves from Takakesho so far. And then he backed off quickly as Wakataka Kage anchored himself against the Tawara and pushed back against him. 
Wakataka Kage flew back at Takekesho across the doyo, but Takekesho took all of that momentum, all of that speed and power and slapped uh, slapped Wakataka Kage down or pushed him down. This was uh, this was good from Takekesho, I thought. Um, it, I felt today he was on the attack when he needed to be attacking, but then he handled the... He responded very well to the Wakataka Kage counterattacks. And I think that's really important for Takakesho to have that Oshi Sumo to open, but also to be able to respond like this. I think Wakataka Kage was disappointed. There was no lateral movement from him. Mm. He just sort of went back and then came forward again. He didn't really try to move around to the side of Takakesho, which can work quite well, get him off balance or sort of try to get your hand on his back or neck and push him down. Um, he didn't. He wasn't given the opportunity, Waka Takakage, to try very much. Not really. And, you know, Takakesho, the pull there was good and it worked. He can't rely on that every day, though. Mm, I think so. But he did on day one. He got a win. <laughs> and Waka Takakage is zero and one. <laughs> the second last bout of the day, the penultimate bout of the day. I've never really sat comfortably with penultimate. Because it, it feels like it's... Like not the second last. Do you well, mean it feels like it's something else? Well, I feel like it's a word that doesn't suit being second last. Penultimate. Pen. What? What's something else you say pen to mean before? Yeah, no, I, I can't think of a situation. Well, there's probably like twenty of them. <laughs> pen. 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 Penne pasta. <laughs> The second best pasta behind Penn Spiral State. I don't know why I even said we're Australian. <laughs> Not sure. Anyway, the penultimate or the second last bout of the day, we had hometown boy Shodai or Zeki Shodai up against Daesho. Daesho came out with fire in his belly and his attacks were relentless. He drove Shodai back to the bales and despite Shodai sidestepping one attack and leaving Daesho stranded, Daesho, he recovered quickly and he hit Shodai hard, took him over the bales, Oshitawashi. When Shodai pushed Daesho to the side, I thought that was a win for Shodai, but he just uh, couldn't find that position to win from there. But the recovery was so good. He was so quick, Daesho. Yep, unrelenting, never gave Shodai a moment to find that win position. Their head to head now is seven to nine Daesho's way. So he's pulled two ahead there, which is quite impressive. Um, seeing that Shodai now is Ozeki and, and Daisho hasn't managed to to quite hit those heights. I mean, he's got up to um, the high sun yaku. Well, he's, he's Maegashira one now. He's knocking on the door. Yeah, I think he's done really well, Daisho. And yeah. a gimboshi, we'll call it a win against a, sh- uh, a Shodai. <laughs> a win against an Ozeki. Um, a shoboshi when you yeah. win against Shodai. <laughs> <laughs> he got an interview and it's it's massive for him on day one. He is 1-0. Shodai, 0-1. It's happened before for him on day one. I'm sure he'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> Yokozuna, Terunofuji up against Komosubi. Shin Komosubi, Kirabiyama. Everyone was very much looking forward to this because Kirabiyama is someone who has taken Terunofuji on frontal body to body before and he did it again today, slamming against Terunofuji. He got the left arm in Kirabiyama, trying to get Terunofuji on that odd angle. He was kind of trying to twist him up so um, he couldn't step forward as powerfully. He was trying to keep him off his belt. 
Teranofuji blocked Kiribayama's right arm, though, so he couldn't quite get as close as he wanted. After some strong tussling, Teranofuji was able to grab Kiribayama's mawashi with his left hand right on the front of the belt. He likes that. He's able to tug them down with that. But then he got his right hand on as well and it looked like he was going to start moving Kiribayama back. Kiribayama did still have that hold or have another hold again by then. And they both tried to throw each other. So they really opened up here and tried to go for the Watanage. They moved closer and closer to the Tawara until Teranofuji went for one more throw. But then very cleverly, I thought, he turned, almost sort of turned back the other way really quickly to scoop up Kiribayama's thigh, took him off balance, off guard, and got him over the Tawara. Amazing improvisation from Teranofuji today. Kiribayama, 10 out of 10 effort. And yeah. I think we need to... We probably need to to say that Teranofuji is probably going to take the U show. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to assess each of his opponents each day by how they do against him. And I think Kiribayama, this was 10 out of 10. It's enjoyable to see someone go like a Saniyama used to straight against oh, him rather than ducking and weaving. Exactly. And, and Kiribayama, you feel like he's throwing himself against a, a tidal wave right now, but he does that enough times. He's going to find ways to win. Mm. I was very, very proud of what he did today. And sure, he lost, but this is just part of him building his uh, his sumo against uh, top opponents. It was a cool kimarite as well. Komatasukui. I don't think we've seen that one before. Always enjoy seeing a new one. Uh, the thigh scooping body drops. So the opponent puts their leg out to balance themselves and the, the aggressor picks them up by it high on the thigh and tips them back over. It was very, very cool. And great to see Terunofuji doing something like that. I think so. Going to, for the... To take advantage oh. of that. Absolutely. It really came out of nowhere for me because you don't see that quite often. I mean, you see the the ashitori, the leg pick, but it's usually by smaller, more nimble rikishi. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't really and see Terunofuji getting down there with the scoop. But but it's almost the, the better opponents that Terunofuji faces up against forces him to do more interesting, interesting things. Yeah. And he can completely do it. He can get on the belt, he can throw, he can grab the leg. He has a lot up his sleeve and we saw that today. And it was so clever how he went to throw and then pulled back the other way and took the thigh. It was a, it was almost like the whole thing was one continuous movement, one continuous Kimarite in a way. It was so impressive. He's a a beautiful, beautiful rikishi. And the lone Yokozuna picks up a win on day one. Uh, Let's have a look at the bouts for tomorrow. Uh, We might uh, just concentrate on Sanyaku. Kiribayama takes on Okanumi. We have Mitakumi up against Takanosho. Again, the Sekiwake versus the ex-Sekiwake. Mm. Wakataka Kage up against Meisei. We have Shodai up against Ichinojo, and this is always a fascinating matchup, only because the record is 3-10 Ichinojo's way, <laughs> which... Does not make sense. <laughs> we were talking about how hard these first two days were for Terunofuji, but Shodai was up against two Rikishi who've got winning records over him. We've got Onosho up against Takakesho and the final bout of the day, Terunofuji up against Daesho. Yeah, so we've commented on this, the guy who beat him uh, in September, one it, of the two. He's done it a few times. He's beaten Terunofuji three times. So it could be a very interesting way to finish off day two. 
Thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi today for day one. We'll be back here tomorrow to bring you all the action from day two. Stay healthy. We'll see you then. Bye. Yeah, baby, yeah.